0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of NFL East Podcast. Make sure to follow the NFL East Podcast on Podbeam, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Music, or wherever you get your podcast. If you're on Facebook, join our NFL East Facebook group. You can watch every episode of NFL East Podcast on YouTube. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. That is NFL Boy Brandon. He's on YouTube. Make sure you follow him. I'm Mr. McDolphin. You can follow me on Instagram or, or Twitter at Mr. McDolphin 73 and make sure to follow the show on Twitter at East f l What's up, fellas? It's, uh,
1: it's going good. Going good.
0: What? Wait, wait, Y'all sound, Brandon, you sound like your team lost, man. What happened, man? Yeah. In, uh,
2: uh, we'll get into that. All right. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Uh, i know i know my team didn't lose my team got whooped um so but before we get into what we're doing tonight by the way guys is we're just going to do a little bit of takeaways from the east week 13 edition i don't know if you all noticed this but did you know that every game that we have to cover today is that true no No, there is one that is not. Okay, all of them but the Cowboys game. um, Every game had teams with winning records. How cool is that? It's like every, you know what I'm saying? The Bills played the Patriots. Jets played the Vikings. Commanders played the Giants. Titans, Eagles. Dolphins, 49ers. All of them. Every one of them. Meaningful freaking football in the month of December. How cool is that? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we kinda of went over that on the last episode on our predictions. Uh uh, it's gonna be like that for everybody except for my team, the Cowboys, because we're like we're going through the AOC South this month. So Right Right. <clears throat> Not gonna be exciting.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh and even when you, you know, get Tennessee Titans, we have a game to cover uh tonight that they were involved in and they weren't very exciting at all. No, they <laughs> so, but we'll get to that.
1: Now that was a dud.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was definitely a dud. So, that's what we'll do. Um, what we're going to do is we are going to work through every game that the NFL East was involved in in the week 13 schedule <laughs> and just kind of do our takeaways, um, to give you guys a chance to vent a little bit if you need to, or um, just, yeah, well, we took away from the game. Then we do have a little bit of news from the East to wrap everything up after that. Sound good? Yep. Yep. All right. Cool. So we will start with um, takeaways from the East. <music> All right. I guess we'll start with Thursday night football. Bills, Patriots, um, Bills come out with a win, 24 to 10. <clears throat> um, you know, I, I think uh, the thing that I got from the game, and then Brandon, I'll pass it to you so you can talk a little bit more on the Patriots, but um, and Rich, for that matter, because I know you probably got something on the Bills. But to me, it looks like the Bills, they seem to be getting back on track. That's what I got out of this game because the Patriots, they're not they're not they're not uh they got a good defense. You know what I'm saying? They're not like the easiest team to beat, you know? I mean, they got a good defense um and it, it just seems like that they're starting to get back on track. Josh Allen went 22 for 33, 223 yards, two touchdowns. Stefon Diggs had seven receptions, almost got 100 yards, 92 yards and a touchdown. So um the the main thing that I took out of this game is to me that it was surprising that the Bills were able to run the ball as well as they did on the Patriots' defense. That's what that's what I could not believe. 37 carries for 132 yards. That was extremely surprising to me. That's what I got out of it. Um, what about you guys? Who's up first?
1: Uh, you can go, Brandon. Just your team there
2: uh i mean the only thing i got from it was uh i do agree with what you said dad i i do think the bills are starting to get back on track but also this new england team is still way too confusing to me like one minute they look like playoff contention team and the nets they look like holy fuck are we watching preschoolers out there playing football like it, it doesn't make sense to me Like. Uh, the defense looks completely garbage this entire game honestly they did Matthew Judon and all of them couldn't put any pressure on on Josh Allen at all our secondary was leaving people wide open there was like three or four times Gabriel Davis was left wide open and Stefan Diggs was left wide open in the back of the end zone one time to make a clear touchdown um you know the the defense looked garbage to me on Thursday and then our offense looked okay, but it's surprisingly to say that the best player out there on Thursday night for New England was Matt Jones, and that's surprising to say considering how shitty his season started off, but I, I'm starting to think Matt Jones is turning it around um, and everything like that, so I'm going to be looking forward to seeing how he plays in the next couple of weeks, but yeah, that that's what I took away from the game so.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I actually thought your defense played um not bad. I mean, you limited the, the Bills to 24 points. The, the, it's the Bills, they're going to score. Uh I feel like your the offense for the Patriots just sputtered. I mean, uh That's what I thought too. Yeah, it was a sputtering offense. Now, Mac Jones, like I agree with what you said, Brandon. Like he is kind of coming around. Uh his numbers were 22 for 36, one touchdown. No interceptions. That's not terrible. 195 Um, yards. 195 yards. Well, I mean, Josh Allen had 223. Right. So, but But your point. But but the thing is, but the thing is, I don't mean to cut
0: you off, Rich. 48 of them yards came from one play. And the rest of Mac Jones's time came from garbage time at the end of the game when they weren't going to win anyway. They were already down by three scores. Right. So, uh, Brandon, I. I, I don't know. I literally wrote down in my in my notes Mac Jones looked better on Thanksgiving, but this game looked more like he did before well, Thanksgiving. Well, you yeah, yeah. I, I wrote that in my notes, but well, yeah. Yeah, I, I get that, Dad. But what I'm I don't saying is game. if you
2: watch the game at the towards the end of it when there was like a mini and fifty seconds left or something, right. apparently Patricia that entire game was calling running plays. That's why you, if you look at it, they have all running plays because Matt Jones, you can read his lips, clear as day. He said, stop running the fucking ball. The running game right. sucks. Throw the ball. So Matt Patricia's overall the fucking problem with this offense, and he needs to get his bum ass out of New England. Yeah, I don't give a fuck how it gets done, but he needs to be fired after this season. He is completely well, The thing,
1: yeah.
0: we, we came up with that conclusion during preseason when they decided not to hire an offensive coordinator. <laughs> yeah, so, honestly. I mean, we, we <laughs> knew that was going to be a problem. We, yeah. you know, we called that. Yeah. So.
1: yeah. And I actually don't have a problem with what Mac Jones said there because he was 100% right. Yeah. Uh, you're not being effective rushing the ball. In fact, I'm looking yeah. at that here. Uh, New England as a team uh, had 14 carries for 60 yards. Yeah. Um, right. yeah uh, and so a lot more success from Mac Jones uh, throwing the ball. Uh, Yeah, so I'm good with Mac Jones making that comment because he was spot on it. Uh, Yeah, definitely uh, a a letdown for the Patriots. I had Patriots win in this game in our prediction show, but uh, they they were never really in the game, honestly. I mean, uh, Buffalo got jumped on early and uh, New England really never threatened them. But mainly, I think you know uh, they've got to figure out something with their offense. So, but I do yeah. think Mac Jones is, is coming around though. He he, yeah, you know, I, he's not making a lot of mistakes out there. He's just not getting a lot of opportunities to do. Well,
0: stuff. I I mean, just by what he showed us in his first year, I would have to give him another year with a good offensive coordinator.
2: I would oh, have to is. hire.
0: I mean, oh, yeah. but that's gonna that's gonna depend on Bill Belichick saying, "Okay, shit, I made a mistake. Sorry. Here's a." Decent, good, well-known offensive coordinator, work with him, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. and allow him to develop the way he did his first year. Well, he, well, the, he the took New is, England to the fucking playoffs yeah, the first year. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I mean, well, he did. Well, the, he did. The and then the
2: thing is, that so. is, I think I think Bill's gonna do that anyways, a because he, he doesn't like going with other quarterbacks unless he drafts them. We know all that because of Tom Brady. But anyways, the reason why I'm saying I think we are going to get rid of Matt Patricia at the end of the season is because that after that game to the loss against the Bills, um, they asked uh, Bill Belichick about getting rid of Matt Patricia because of what Matt Jones said. And uh, Bill Belichick didn't come out and say, no, we're sticking with Matt Patricia. He just said clear as day. He said, you can't make an offensive coordinator change in the middle of the season that fucks everything up. That's literally what he said. So it sounds like after this season, he's getting rid of Matt Patricia and getting an actual offensive coordinator, which the idiot should have done to begin the season.
0: You know, Or he so. could just put Matt Patricia where he belongs, is over on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, he be so, a quarterback. He, DB coach or right. something, right? Yeah, he, he's a great DB coach. <laughs> yeah, he's a good defensive, defensive he's a good line defensive coach. Person, I mean, he, you know, you could put – the yeah. The
1: offensive coordinator. yeah, certainly. I mean, you can change your offense coordinator in the middle of the season. Teams do it, but it's um it, it's certainly like they made their bet in it. They have to now they have to lie in it, kind of thing right. with, with uh the Patriots, but it's not doing their offense any favors at all. Exactly. And uh
0: exactly. All right, well, that was Thursday night football. Um fast forward to Sunday. We had a new a one o'clock p.m. games. First up, Jets Vikings. Viking pulls it the Vikings pull it out 27 to 22. This was a good game, guys. This this game was awesome. It came down to the wire, it came down to the fourth quarter late in the fourth quarter and the weird thing was surprisingly it was the Vikings defense that stepped up. The Vikings are known for their offense and it was their defense that stepped up and stopped the Jets twice. Um, for at red zone t- two red zone stops to win the game It was pretty pretty awesome it was yeah. cool it, it went down to the wire the Vikings actually struggled offensively and that's what they're known for Kirk Cousins was pressured all day all day long by this Jets defense Um, I do not look forward as a Miami Dolphins fan I don't look forward to playing them again I mean because their defense is just seems to be getting better. The Jets, I'm talking about, um, their defense just seems to get be getting better every week. Um, and you know, the, I, I don't know. The Patriots swept them. We still got to play them one more time. And I think, you know, I think the Dolphins will beat them. But the Vikings did without a, um, a competent o- offense. I mean, their offense. Kirk Cousins went 22 for 35, 173 yards and a touchdown. Justin Jefferson had seven receptions for only 45 yards um, and one touchdown. They shut J.J. down. Uh, Dalvin Cook had 20 carries for 86 yards and a touchdown. The Jets defense, uh, like I said, just got pressure all day long. But the real story to this game was Mike White. That's what it came down to. And it was Mike White. He had a pretty good game, but – at the end of the game, he just didn't have the ability to pull it off. That's yeah, what
1: he really, he mean, really forced that throw in there in that Yeah, uh, so yeah. He right, exactly. It. But he put him, he got him there. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He drove him down the field. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. he struggled. You know, I mean, he had a decent game. He went thirty-one for fifty-seven, three hundred and sixty-nine yards. Wow. He had two interceptions. Uh, the Jets, had, the Jets had no running game. This is the problem with the game right here. The Jets had no running game, and they asked Mike White to throw the ball 57 times. Yeah. You cannot do that. I understand you can't get your running game going, but this is Mike White, not Tom freaking Brady. You know what I'm saying? I mean – Come on, dude! Fifty-seven times—that's
1: yeah. asking a whole lot for Mike White. He's
0: right. Yeah. Anytime you ask, anytime you ask your quarterback, you know, your inexperienced quarterback like Mike White um to throw up fifty-seven times, of course he's going to have two interceptions. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. not going to be able to make. He doesn't have the ability to make a good read every time. You know, I I was impressed that he had the had the you know the umph to push it down the field. You know, to get it into. um uh, almost into scoring, you know, into this. It will definitely into the scoring range, um, but was denied. uh Garrett Wilson had another good game eight receptions, 162 yards. Come on, oh my the God, rookie of the year. Okay, the year, maybe eight receptions, 162 yards. Um, this it was a great game, dude. It came right down to the wire. The Jets did a really good job. Um, I wish they would have been able to pull it out. I didn't, I mean. Even you know, I I was rooting for the Jets only because I think the Vikings are overrated. You know what I'm? T- I know that would have helped your Cowboys a whole lot if they would, yeah. yeah. Well, but um, I think the Vikings are the Vikings are weak. Their defense isn't good, so it was actually good to see their defense step up and actually win this game for them. You know what I'm saying? And right. so and, and so that was kind of cool. The yeah. the thing is, here's here's a, a, a interesting. Um, statistic is the Vikings are nine and zero in one score games this season. It's the most since nineteen.
1: That's what I was going to bring up because Minnesota on pretty much all their wins, they, uh, they pull it out there, you know, uh, pull out the close games. You know, the two losses right. they have are blowouts. They've been blown out in those two games, but, right. uh, yeah, the, they, they have, they're, they seem to have a knack for, uh, uh, winning the close games right now. Right. So. And I
0: guess, I guess um the Minnesota of the past has, they've always been in close games. They've just um used to lose those games. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. <laughs> especially if they're in prime time, especially if they mean something, you know I mean? Ask any Minnesota fan, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's yeah. their history. That's what they do. Yeah. But this year is different this year. They're freaking winning them. They're right. winning that they're nine and oh
1: right which is te- technically a sign of a good team you know right, exactly. except when you look at their two losses and they've got blown out 40 to 3 by the by the Cowboys and uh i'm sure at least 20 points from the Eagles All right. right
0: and how and how good of a team can you be if you're constantly in a close game
1: you know what yeah, i'm saying right. There, what right there
0: are teams that you should be able to to distance yourself away from if your offense is really that good, which I think their offense is that good. Do not get me wrong. Justin Jefferson is top three wide receiver and Delvin cook. Ain't no slump. Um, yeah, their defense has not played all that great. Their defense is average or, or just slightly below average, but in this game, they stepped up when it mattered. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that was the difference of the game. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. I was rooting for the jets there, but, uh, yeah, Minnesota, they just pull it out. Right.
2: Well, unlike you two, I was uh rooting for the Minnesota Vikings there because now we're only a game a game behind the Jets. So uh if Dad's team can take down the Chargers and the Jets lose to the Bills and we
0: can beat the Arizona Cardinals, we'll be back in the playoffs. So there's your New England fan doing <laughs> the mathematical equations. <laughs> those are possible exactly. though. I don't I don't hate those
1: odds. <laughs> right
0: right exactly mm-hmm. exactly all right we have uh anything else on that game guys are we good Jets yeah i think I we're good on that good. one yeah all right let's do let's go titans eagles i mean this wasn't too much of a game but it was a game and the eagles won 35 to 10 what do you got on this game rich
1: yeah, well, this was actually a game early on, first quarter. I think it was fourteen to ten at one point, but then uh, uh, Tennessee, man, they uh, they stunk up the place there. After that, um, they just went away from everything that they do that makes them, you know, a good team, uh, running the ball, that kind of thing. Ty um, yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, Derek, uh, Derek Henry had eleven rushes for. Uh, 30 yards. That's Derrick Henry. Why, why is he, why is he only getting the ball 11 times on the, on rushing? And, um, uh, yeah, so they, they put the hand, they put the game in the hands of uh, Ryan Tannehill who, uh, was really getting struggled there with the, uh, um, pressure from the Eagles. I think they had six sacks in this game. Maybe. Where's my stats at here? Um, I don't have. Yeah, th- th- I think There's you were. Anymore. I think you're right. There were six yeah. sacks. Yeah, they were. They were. They just hounded uh, Ryan Tana- Tannehill. Um, I'm not sure why they went away from the the running game for Tennessee, but um, uh, Jalen Hurts, stellar. I mean, uh, uh, three touchdown passes and a rushing touchdown. I believe probably right. one of his best games. Although um, that defense for Tennessee, oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, 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 Penalties galore on the secondary. They couldn't govern, They couldn't They couldn't do anything with AJ Brown. Uh, AJ Brown definitely had his revenge game against Tennessee. Um, uh, funny the you know the 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 Titans traded AJ Brown to Philadelphia for their 18th pick. There, uh, in return, they got a uh, uh, Trey Burks. right. right? Uh, Trey Trey Burke stats for the season. Um. One touchdown, 25 receptions, 359 yards. Right. That's what you traded for AJ Brown. I'm not sure that that's not a good trade. He,
0: he also got hurt on the first play of this game. So
1: yeah, he did have a touchdown on this down. game, though. His first touchdown, he did get he,
0: that's when he got hurt. He got yeah. hurt on the touchdown pass.
1: Right, right, because he yeah. was inconsequential yeah. after that. Yeah,
0: well, the first drive of this game. Yeah.
1: The first yeah. drive. Yeah. So scored a uh,
0: touchdown, I, got hurt, was knocked out.
1: Right. Which I don't think Trey Burks is a bad player. I think I remember with draft time, we were considering him one of the better wide receivers uh, coming out, but they certainly didn't got the worst end of that deal. And accordingly, yeah. yeah, And accordingly, uh, Tennessee fired their general manager today, today or yesterday.
2: Yeah. Uh, It was today.
1: It was today. Yeah. So deservingly so. (laughs) Um, But Philadelphia continues to roll. Um I actually had Philadelphia win in this game but I really thought Tennessee might give it to them a little bit better but uh this was a not a fun game to watch <laughs> no not at all except unless you're a Philly fan then you you rolled with it yeah cuz AJ Brown and uh um Smith both had over 100 yards catching receiving so uh a good day for the Philadelphia offense and defense some
0: right yeah the thing well, that surprised me Oh, uh, I'm sorry, Brandon. Go ahead.
2: All right, you're good. uh, The only things I had to say in this game is uh, I'm sorry to you, Dad, and I'm sorry to all the Philadelphia fans that watch this damn podcast. I tried my hardest bashing the team, and then I realized quickly how good the Eagles are at this game. Um, You know, I I, I said I want to see them go and do what they've been doing all year long against a good team. Well, Tennessee is just that. They're a good team. And then they did exactly what they've been doing all year long, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" The Eagles are really as good as Dad been saying. So, I um, I apologize to all the Eagle fans out there uh, for bashing your team last week. But uh, yeah, I, you know, and, and the only other thing I had to say about this game is, <clears throat> you could really tell how much this one meant to AJ Brown on both exactly. of those touchdown receptions, I was, was going to could up, tell yeah. the emotions inside that man. Like you could tell that he wanted this game
0: badly. So, right. Well, in, in the post game, he almost started crying. Yeah. Saying that he wanted to stay in Tennessee. That's what he wanted. He yeah. told them that he yeah. told them that they just would not pay him the money to do it. I mean, it's sad, man. And it, the dude does deserve to get fired. Anybody that made that dumbass decision, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, that's where he wanted to be. And uh, he, you know, he made, he has made statements. I've heard him talk about that move. He said it's made him grow up really quick. You know what I'm saying? Those kind of things. So maybe it was the best thing for him. Um, but the thing that surprised me in this game about the Tennessee Titans is, isn't the Tennessee Titans like the toughest, maybe outside of San Francisco? Aren't they like the toughest team in football? Aren't they, I know they got the toughest coach. Aren't they like hard whip your ass, run your ball down your throat, mean defense. Ain't that what they known for? They did not do that in this game.
1: They did they not. Did, they
0: did not do that in this game. You know what I'm saying? I right. Mean,
1: yeah. They, uh, I feel like they tried to play a finesse ball game against the Eagles when the Eagles, uh, right. why would you do that? Right. Their, their weaknesses stopping the run and you've got Derrick Henry. I would, uh, I would have ran Derrick Henry every, every play in that second half. You know, I don't care right. if they got behind or not. Cause it was, it was a relatively competitive game until about halfway through the third quarter, honestly, where right. it got out of hand because mainly because Tennessee couldn't do anything offensively, right. but. Uh, and then
0: the, the last thing I have to say about or question I have to ask, and it's right along with what you're talking about, Rich. So I want to keep it on that topic is Derrick Henry why has derrick henry had three bad games in a row it's not like he couldn't run in this game he's he hasn't been able to run for two games so this is the third game in a row that he has been held is is uh they're just coming up against really good defenses or is the problem derrick henry
1: yeah he may be hurt who knows Uh,
0: well well
2: that that's exactly what i was getting ready to say because uh i don't know if you guys noticed or not but um and the Eagles game, when they kept on handing it off to Derrick Henry, um, he wasn't being the normal Derrick Henry that we're used to be seeing. You're used to seeing Derrick Henry hurdle people and stiff-arming people and pushing them the hell out of his way. He was just sitting there taking a tackle after tackle, and, and as he was getting tackled more and more and more, I don't know if you guys noticed or not, but it looked like he was struggling to get up more and more and more that he went down and stuff. So I don't know if he has a lingering ankle injury or leg injury or something. I don't know what that was going on there. But maybe Tennessee needs to figure that out because uh, he yeah, sure in the hell does not look like the normal Derrick Henry.
0: If that's the, If that is the case, you need to get him healthy mm-hmm. now. I got news for you, Tennessee. You're going to win your division. You're going to the playoffs. You're either going to be the three or four seed. So get your man healthy and get ready for the playoffs and get back to tough ass football. You know what I'm saying? I mean, um, the Eagles, I'm not going to, you know, the Tennessee Titans did not play their game, but I'm not going to take it. I'm not taking anything away from the Eagles. The Eagles played a great game. They put up 35 points on a tough defense and Made that defense look stupid. That's what they did. They made the defense stupid. And um and, and, and it is due to um some kid named AJ Brown that you know and Devontae Smith looked great too, like you said, Rich. Um, but did you all know at this time and Brandon? Thank you for finally coming around. Finally got this Dallas Cowboy fan to come around and admit that Eagles really are a good team, that Jalen Hurst really is going to get a Dak Prescott contract and not He'll a move.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure he gets it from the Eagles. I'll be honest. I'm still, I'm not sold on him. You, oh Rand is God. starting to buy in a little bit, but. All right. Um, we will. We,
0: we, we'll, all right. We'll, we'll have to pull this around, but guess what? They're not going to need a quarterback. Um, he was not a first round draft pick. Therefore, he will not have the fifth year option. So they better make a decision pretty damn quick. They will. Here's coming up. So, I figured about April. I think they're going to keep him. I think they're going to give him a contract. I think he deserves it because right now the Eagles are eleven and one. And guess what? The Eagles that right now in the NFL, the Eagles are eleven and one, and they have the number five, the fifth draft pick in the two thousand twenty three draft.
1: There'll be a are quarterback there. There'll be a I'm nice New quarterback Orleans. there. Who the hell did
0: it? they get that from?
1: The same New Orleans. Yeah. New Orleans. Saints, oh my god. So. That was, uh, was they, that how Trevor did they Penning? trade? I think they they moved up to get the Trevor pinning pick on that what one. The, the Saints, the offensive tackle who uh isn't worth a yeah, I don't know why these teams want to help Philadelphia. I'm sure Philadelphia's probably going to take that pick and trade it for another two first rounders. Uh, you know, they're going to uh, just attriculate that draft pick so they have two first round draft picks for the next 5 years. Um Unless they get a quarterback, because there's gonna be sitting one sitting there. They could right. get one they could get a quarterback with the fifth-year option.
0: Right. And I mean, Rich, I don't know, you're gonna have to come around pretty soon, man. We even got we even got people in the comments yelling at you, talking they're throwing up Jalen Hurst numbers for the year. Here we go. Check this out. Jalen Hurst numbers for the year, 2940 yards, 20 touchdowns, and only three interceptions. He's not getting a contract.
1: No, he's getting he's a contract not, from somebody. I'm not, just, I'm just not saying not it's gonna be contract. from Philadelphia. He's not getting a
0: Dak Prescott contract. No, I'm not sorry. from Philadelphia. I'm sorry, that, that's, that's, I'm sorry, but the yeah. NFC East is stuck with Jalen Hurst. He that's is right. getting that contract. They're not gonna let him go nowhere. Howie, Howie is not in in, in that in the, Howie Long, Longman. Ain't that the Eagles? Howie uh, Roseman. How, yeah, Howie yeah. Roseman. He ain't gonna let him go nowhere. He ain't stupid.
1: He like went Carson stupid. Wentz, leaf. He drafted 20 touchdowns, to three
0: interceptions. Have you lost your mind? All right.
1: Okay. Is that a? Is that a? Uh, this is a career year for for Jalen Jalen Hurts at twenty touchdowns. Jalen
0: Hurts is only in his third year, man.
2: Uh, when when, it, year. when is it? When, yeah, when do, is his contract up?
0: I got news for you. I got he, he's do. Do.
1: He's, he's Joe Burrow
0: went to the Super Bowl last year, and he's only in his third year too. Yeah. R- these young quarterbacks. Now, hang on Dad. Hang, on, Dad. hang You're on, on Dad. Hang on, Dad,
2: Hang on, hang on. When is Jalen Hurts's contract, up?
0: He gets one more year. Jalen, Jalen Hurts has a four-year contract because he was a second-round draft pick. Uh, okay, he did okay. not go in the then, first round, because so he does not have a fifth-year then
2: out. Then How, Howie Roseman is going to let next-year play out because – No, you can't you let him play said, out all the no, way. No, 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 Th- no. This one what I'm that. saying. This one what I'm saying, though, okay? This one what I'm saying. Joe Burrow has been doing good for his entire two or three years now, this is Jalen Turner's first year out of his three years doing good. His first two years, you know he sucked. You know he did. You know he did just like the rest of us know that. So this is his first year out of three years being good. He got so better next every year, year. So He next went to the playoffs year,
0: last year. He went to the playoffs. Yeah, but he, he didn't did have good play. numbers. He because had he, okay he had, he numbers. Had the best running team in the league. They led the team, they led the league in running. Oh, they were the all I'm saying is Howie Roseman
2: is gonna let it play out next year. And if he has a good Whatever. year like this again, then I see them. Resigning him. If not, haters. then I don't. Okay, well, I, How well are we uh, haters, we're speaking the truth here. No, I'm,
0: I'm dealing with the Dallas Cowboys fan and somebody that who, who likes the damn uh, commanders, the damn commanders. Right. Well, as the Cowboys, as a Cowboys <laughs> fan, I'm, I,
1: I'm fine with Jalen Hurts staying for Philadelphia. I'm fine with that. If that's the best quarterback outside of Dak Prescott in the division, I'm cool with that. Um, but I'm saying. This,
0: this I'm year, saying, give, me, give me one year when Dak has only had three interceptions. Give me one year. This year, he's t- he might be proving that he's better than Dak Prescott.
1: That's okay, the wrong. Wow, that's crazy. He's
0: 11-1, and one, Rich. He's
1: 11-1. Well, okay. I know. They have a good team. Yeah, they have a good team i mean this isn't
0: well, he's uh, leading this good team no, I, no, he's somebody a has to give them wide receivers the ball somebody has to do it and right he's I, doing I agree. it with his arm right last year, this, year he had legs this year he has legs and arm he is okay. becoming yes. a complete yeah, yes yes I, what's, I, I
1: what's agree the ceiling what's and the ceiling for touchdown throws 30 there you go that's that's that's
0: i mean what what's Dak selling that's the problem
1: Dak he's had 37 doing. touchdowns passes last year Okay. And and so it's week 13. He's
0: got 20. How many interceptions?
1: Last year, he had less than 10.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 37
1: touchdowns, 10 10 interceptions. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And Dak is, this is, uh, this season right here for Dak is, he's, he's being way more aggressive, especially early in the games. So he's, he's forcing some turnovers. But my, my, my thing with Philadelphia is because of these draft picks that they have, because they do have the number five draft pick. Right.
0: Um, right now, it's the number five. If the Saints right. win and it, some more games, yeah.
1: And so either way, they got two first-round draft picks for sure. Um, right. But they could all—if they draft a quarterback now—that means they have a quarterback under contract for the next five years. That isn't a Dak Prescott contract,
0: right? Right. They could kind of—you're—you're you're betting on them redoing things,
1: right? And if they do want to keep Jalen Hurts, if they're sold on Jalen Hurts being their future, then they—they're going to have to make a, a deal sooner than later, or else they face like go through the Lamar Jackson deal or situation, you know, you know, on the last of year of his contract. And at the end of that, if you're at somebody, if somebody's a free agent you either have to franchise them, which is, you know, you're going to pay him top three quarterback money. Jalen Hurts isn't worth top three quarterback money. Um, uh, when you can, you have an alternative to just go draft your quarterback sitting right there and you know, right in your lap. And you have, yeah, you I- have him on a rookie contract for five years and that rookie quarterback Let's say Kentucky's quarterback. Say he's sitting there, and, and the Eagles have a chance to draft him. He has a higher ceiling than Jalen Hurts, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Or they they could spin that draft pick and get. I mean, they that's the thing. The Eagles don't have very many holes. They could spin that draft pick and get the best offensive lineman in the draft. They and could fill up a huge hole, and they just they just saved their franchise quarterback. You you're know right. what I'm saying? Or Defensive linemen, and they just, you know, the best defensive lineman in the draft, and they just scared everybody because their defense is actually pretty good right now. Could you imagine them with, a, with a, a, the best defensive, you know, the best edge rusher in the draft also right. on top of what they have now?
1: Right. So that's a good option to have for Philly. I, I admit that. But right. but they also have a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of veteran players that are, you know, probably on the last contract or on the last good Part of their career, like Fletcher Cox and uh uh Jason Kelsey, their center, stuff like that. They're you know, they need they're gonna need to replace some of these offensive linemen and defensive linemen. So they could do that. Right. And they if, and they if, have if,
0: they have tons of draft picks to be able to do
1: that. Right. But I feel like you know, Jalen Hurts, if you're gonna pay him forty million dollars or forty-five million dollars, whatever it's gonna, whatever the market, the market sets the value on your quarterbacks, not really not really the quarterback itself.
0: And, and I think I think you are correct. I think that's what it's going to come down to is how is Jalen Hurst going to play this? You know what I'm saying? I mean, is he going to take um, you know, uh Dak Prescott money and take a das Pre- Dak Prescott contract? Is he going to do the, you know, the um Lamar Jackson road and want to negotiate himself and struggle and not want to sign a contract and you know what I'm saying? Or is he going to do the, you know, the Russ Wilson and 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 those guys contract where you don't have as much guarantee money, but you're willing to go ahead and just sign that big contract? Um, I think they would give him that contract right now. Yeah. You know, if he, I, if I, I, and fights for mainly most guarantee money, then yeah, they'll probably argue
1: the point. Yeah, and I mean, I think Jalen Hurts going to get paid. Don't get me wrong; he's having an, he's definitely having his best season, and he's putting up, you know. Solid numbers and stuff, and people are, you know, whispering in his name for the MVP mainly because the Eagles are eleven and one. You have to consider him for an MVP, being the quarterback in the way the league is. But so somebody's going to pay him. But my question is, is it going to be the Eagles when right. when they have the option of just getting a, a a fresh quarterback? You know, they could they could get a quarterback in the draft. They I could get one in, in the round.
0: draft. You're getting a quarterback in the draft, and you're hoping they're as good as he is.
2: No, so why I, would I, you I, that, that's what help? that's what I'm ultimately saying.
0: If right. and he's Hurst, a dual threat. He is a true. He is a dual yeah. threat. If, if Jalen
1: I mean, Hurst he's well, he's it, he's right. like this again next year, then I don't
2: see the Eagles gambling with that. I, I think they'll stick with him. Uh, but even if they do decide to go away from Hurst, I don't think I don't think the Eagles take a quarterback in the draft. I think they'll try to get someone like maybe a Lamar Jackson or someone that's still young but really good, and they already know his worth through free agency. So, yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, I don't know. Again, if they're going to pay, if they get Lamar Jackson, final, if they're going to pay Lamar Jackson, they might as well just pay pay Jalen Hurts. Although no, no, I think... no.
2: no I, I'm not saying I'm not saying they're going to get Lamar Jackson. I'm saying they could get someone like him, like someone. <laughs> well, they have someone like him agency. that actually. <laughs> wait a
0: minute, is a little bit better, maybe at least this year than him. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, better than Lamar Jackson. Dad, that might be this pushing. year. No, this year, this year, is yeah, this, year, year, this year,
2: year, yes, yes, I agree with that. Yeah, that's that's but all overall, I'm saying is this year, no. in stats,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. That I will say the Eagles, they're not really uh, by the
2: way. Gus put something interesting in the chat. He said, Will Levis, UK quarterback, going to the Colts. I've actually seen a lot of people doing mod drafts, having that too. I think Will Levis is actually going to go there. So,
1: well, I think, fine. uh I think there's some there's several good quarterbacks coming out this year, right? This is gonna be a quarterback draft. Yeah. Unlike, yeah, unlike last is, year. Yeah, unlike last year or the, even few. the year before. So I think so, go ahead. Go ahead. No, just to wrap it up, I'd just say like I mean, uh the good thing about the Eagles, they don't really draft well. <laughs> you know, they right. they have their share of bust for drafting, so they uh they may not, not even want to I totally disagree. Totally disagree. Well, I mean nothing I mean, not only war. are
0: they good at drafting, they're freaking awesome in free agency.
1: They they're got AJ
0: free. freaking Brown, dude.
1: Well, that was off a, a trade. <laughs> they drafted oh, Devontae yeah. Smith. Yeah, that, that's because they, they had two. They had two first round draft man. picks last year.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, you can trade
1: your draft picks. Their you team is stacked
0: play. right now, and they're eleven and one right now because of Howie. <laughs> right. <laughs> because of how good they are in the draft, draft picks. Okay. Well,
1: well, we don't. We're gonna. We're wasting way too much time. But I will okay. offer a scenario: If Philadelphia loses in the first round of the playoffs, are they still going to be high on Jalen Hurts?
0: Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Are the Cowboys still high on Dak Prescott?
1: <laughs> sure, but they're not losing After last year. After last year is what I was saying. All right, they lost, cool. They lost because the, of the Rams.
0: Right, exactly. You might be like Rich and asking yourself, why in the hell is the uh, Philadelphia Eagles getting 10 minutes of our podcast time? The reason why is because they're 11 and a freaking one. That's why. They are the best team in the NFL east but next up um oh man. next up we have to do it you guys we gotta do the tie this sucks commanders giants 20 to 20 i hate ties um what do you got on this game brandon
2: hey from what i've seen uh hey this was actually a really good game uh both both defenses had okay games it was more of an offensive bat offensive battle between both teams uh offenses was out there doing their thing as we've seen all year long both of these offensive have been pretty good um but i i thought it was more funnier how graham Gano missed the freaking kick to win the game for them uh so it unfortunately ended in a tie but yeah um you know both both offenses had a pretty good game um so, yeah, that, that's what I ultimately taken away from it. Um, really good game, really hard fault game all the way to the end. Uh, but unfortunately, New York couldn't pull it out with a Graham-Ganola missed kick. So
0: Cool. What do you got? You got anything on this game, Rich?
1: Uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, this actually knocked Washington out of the playoff spots right here with the tie here, but it could actually get him right back in. Uh, no,
2: they're, they're still in. They're still in. Are, are they
1: still in on one of the? Yeah, they're, they're in
2: the seventh seed in the NFC right now.
1: Oh, okay, I thought they got knocked down. Okay, um, yeah,
2: not what it knocked Washington out. Oh, that's no, what I meant. Yeah. Right the giants, no, the Giants are in Washington. The Giants out. are
1: in Washington, yeah. got knocked out. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. what he was saying. They that's knocked what Washington out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, my
2: bad, my bad. I thought you said Giants.
1: Yeah, so, um, uh and the Giants are the real in here. They've lost, uh, well, they lost two out of the last three and then a tie. Yeah. Uh, and now they got to play the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and it's then
0: Washington guess. again.
1: And then Washington again for revenge after coming off of a bye. So, uh, uh, yeah, ties are like kissing your sister. <laughs> so it's always better yeah. to use tongue, you know, not with your sister. Right. Then.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um, I, the Giants should have won this game, guys. I mean, I I, I watched the Gennes version of this game, and the, the defense, they played good all game. Tyler Heineke, he had a crap game. He was scared all game. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the Giants played a good game. They ended up with five sacks, and one of them being a strip sack. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if it was Tyler Heineke kind of running around or – You know, it was just the Giants seem to have been the better team this game. Daniel Jones had a great game. He, with his legs and his arm, 25 for 31, 200 yards and a touchdown. And then he carried it for 12 12 times for 71 yards. Saquon Barkley, he didn't have a breakout game. He didn't have his, you know, big controlling game. But he had 18 carries for 63 yards and a touchdown. So I don't, I don't. I mean and they had that they won the turnover battle.
2: That Heineke I mean, went 27 for 41, 275, two touchdowns, no picks and two
0: fumbles. Keep reading. Uh, did he fumbled the ball okay. twice <laughs> and uh, turned the ball okay. over twice. The turn they even the Giants even won the turnover battle in this game. Yeah. I mean, we said we said on Thursday, if you guys remember, there's no two more teams that are equal. That is what we said. You know what I'm saying, and yeah. that's what we said. And that's what they looked like. They looked equal, but the Giants played just a little bit better. They had, they won the turnover battle. Their their quarterback played just a little bit better. You know what I'm saying. He didn't turn the ball over. They you know they, and it just I, I mean the sad thing is it goes down. Of course it goes down. It goes into overtime. Neither coach goes yeah. for it in overtime. Both of them punt. What? Yeah. What you're, you're the yeah, giant, sense, You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean- well see,
2: see, yeah, that the thing I have to ask you all uh, because I've seen this uh, by a podcast that I follow on Twitter. I mean, on Twitter, uh, they posted it earlier and I thought it was kind of a good question to bring up. Um, they said, Do you like or hate ties in the National Football League? Like, should ties be removed? And I said, and I said, in my opinion, I said, I think tied games should be removed. I think, I think the two teams should be forced like college football to play until we have an ultimate winner. I mean, not full, not full length of the field, but do something like you do in college where you line up from the 25 each team and.
0: Just keep on throwing Put, to put flags industry. on them and let them, you know. Let them I, I, them I, listen, or, don't
2: do I hate that college shit.
1: football overtime rules. I hate it. I hate it. You can be 10 to 10 at the end of regulation, and then the final score is going to be 71 to 69. Or, right? Yeah, so, like yeah, you know. Rich, that, Rich says it
0: ties like uh, kissing your sister, and Brandon wants to dress it up to be your stepsister. You know what I'm saying? No, no, <laughs> listen, You're
2: what going the off the rails. rails Nobody's there. saying to do it exactly like college. What I'm saying is. Is like line both the teams up from the twenty five. First team that scores wins it. Right, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, don't well, what keep on saying. playing over and over and over again, yeah. like college does. I do but think that ultimately should just be a, a. I think
0: in this game they might have had to play over and over and over again because neither one of these coaches had the cojones to go for it. And then, but that what, I, what I'm saying is, I'm if you line up on the twenty five. So if you line up well, I,
2: actually, actually, with with the NFL, you wouldn't be able to line up from the twenty five because that's a guaranteed field goal. But line up from the fifty from midfield, and you try to break it down. And if you score a field goal, then you win the game. That's wow. what I'm saying. Yeah. I,
1: I think that I, this is a definitely a game. Like I said earlier, need, the Giants are they. You know, they're in a situation they needed this win. And uh, yeah. I would have played, played way more. I would have played way more Giants aggressively in that overtime.
0: I yeah. think the Giants benefit from this tie more than Washington because it doesn't put a loss on their record. It doesn't put a loss. Yeah. yeah, you see what I'm saying? And it's it's about your record and about how they still have the same amount of win. You know, they don't have another loss, and so. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, Washington, Washington's got to make Washington, that up here.
0: Washington would not have won this game if it didn't come, or Washington would not have even. Been able to tie this game or win, you know, tie the game if it wasn't for one minute and 45 seconds left on the clock. Tyler Heineke grabbing his cojones, getting the ball down the field and hitting rookie Jahan Dotson. There's your name right there. Remember that coming out of the draft?
1: Yeah, I like Jahan
0: Dotson over the middle for a 25. 25- or a twenty-eight yard touchdown pass, and it, that was pretty cool. That's you know we got to call out and give our rookies our prize. I mean, Jahan, Jahan Dotson
2: was another name of all of us sitting around in April, going, "Who the hell is this guy?" And then right they then they
0: watched the tape on him. And and I was like, "Oh shit. fuck, okay."
1: Yeah, yeah he scored really a touchdown he's, against he's, Dallas too. So, uh, right, I, I, exactly. He's a good player. Yeah, yeah, he is John. He is yeah, but but the
2: thing is, um, I'm gonna have to disagree with you that this team that this game benefits uh New York more than Washington. And I only say that for the fact of it not Washington because out of the playoffs if you go, yeah, it does, but listen, okay, they were already only a game separate from each other, right? Now they're right. still a game separate from each other. And Washington is on the bye week this week. New York got to play Philadelphia, so by the time they meet each other again, they might be the same damn record.
0: Yeah, I, I see what you you're see saying. What saying. I see what you're no. saying, but um, I mean, we'll find out in the Thursday game. But uh, the Giants, you know, are going to beat the Eagles. Again, right. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Um, but just whatever, uh, we'll keep that. It's it's game. wild that, you, that the, the
1: Eagles the the have the not.
2: One minute, it seems like you're the biggest Philadelphia Eagle fan, and in the next minute, you're rooting against them. Which way do you lean here?
0: All I'm saying (laughs) is, this is what I'm saying, and, and this will just be my sneak peek preview for the Thursday podcast, is the Philadelphia Eagles do not know how to stop the run. The Tennessee Titans didn't understand that. New York does, and they got somebody called Saquon fucking Barkley <laughs> that yeah. is going to run the ball all over them. Watch it, and it, see.
1: If Barkley runs eleven carries, I'm going to say it's fixed.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. Right. If they do, they're What's like, man, a, man, the team's off.
1: Right, all right. Cool. It's it's it is interesting that the Eagles have not played the the Giants yet. This will be the first first uh, meeting this year. So yep,
0: yep. Pretty weird. All right, let's go ahead and speed it up a little bit. We still have a couple more games to get through. One is a heartbreak, and one is to hell with a 40-burger. I'm talking 50-burger, baby. 50-brisket. <laughs> All right, before we get there, though, let's uh, d- let's take the sadness to Levi Stadium. Uh, Dolphins went in to Levi's Stadium, and got beat 33-17, to 17. Um, taking on the 49ers. You know, I mean, there's <laughs> – this game, man, this game, this game here is just too much for me to handle, fellas. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it started off well for Tua. You know what I'm saying? First pass.
1: 75, 75, yards,
0: 75 yards, touchdown, Trent Sherfield, boom, bam, bing. That's all it took. Um, after that, Tua, you, you guys remember, and and you guys remember like the beginning of the year and even me bitching last year. Why does Tua always make this dumb ass decision? Why is he, why does he try to fit the ball in there? He needs to learn how to play within himself. And you know what I'm saying? And I've screamed that. Well, if I don't know if y'all noticed that but I haven't said anything like that in the last 5 6 weeks. You know what I'm saying? Cuz Tua hasn't done that. Tua Tua has kind of grown past that, right? Well, this was the game that brought him back. <laughs> it's sad, dude. It is I don't know I don't know if it was the this mean ass 49ers defense, Nick Bosa. <laughs> Nick Bosa looked amazing, man. He got three sacks, five quarterback fr- pressures. Um, the here, here are some stats for the 49ers defense. They shut down Miami's running game. Mostert and Wilson combined for only eight carries. Talk about somebody that can't run the ball. Why would you only run the ball eight times? You know what I'm saying? I mean, you got to have a balance, uh, Coach. Um, eight carries for 33 yards that's a combination of their two starting their you know their one two running backs they created four the the 49ers defense is who we're talking about created four turnovers and held the dolphins to only 308 total offensive yards they shut them down on third down they went 0 and seven they never created a third down in this game
1: wow yeah
0: It's it's like I mean they looked they looked outmatched is what they looked. And 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 I don't know. I've been struggling, you know, and I did the Mr. McDolphin podcast and kind of went through this, then it for about 20 minutes. And I don't I don't know. I don't know what it was. I don't know if Tua I, I wanna say like every good Miami Dolphins fan, Tua just had an off day. Everybody's allowed to have an off day. He just had an off day, he'll be okay. But, and the problem is, is he struggled with his accuracy. And Tua is the one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Tyreek Hill told us that on his podcast, remember? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, but the numbers proved it. He is. And he struggled with accuracy. He struggled with knowing where the guys were going to be at a couple different throws with Mike Desecki. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? in particular with Mike Gusecki. And it was just, it was ridiculous, dude. He just, I I, I think he just had an off day, man. I think the defense was really good, came to play. And um, of course you have to remember that both uh, offensive tackles were out for the Miami Dolphins. Um, So they were on a makeshift offensive line. They had, you know, the Teron Armstead, their all-pro off left off, you know, uh, left tackle is out. Um, Austin Jackson was out, the right tackle, so they had no tackles, and they just got beat up in the trenches. And I mean, but realistically, they did okay. The offensive line did okay. It's not like Tua was under pressure all night. You know what I'm saying? That's not what happened. It was, no. it was just. He just nope. did uh, not-
1: yeah the, so the, the 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 trouble here is San Francisco's front line they are a beast and they can put pressure on a quarterback with uh, just four four players and right. drop everybody back in the coverage or uh you know other scheme whatever scheme they want to they don't need to ever blitz and um even if they don't get tons of sacks on the quarterback they put so much pressure on them, uh they they, they just force them to do something um right. so I think I, if I'm Tua, uh, you, you know I wouldn't feel too bad about it um uh San Francisco makes a lot of quarterbacks you know have a bad game so uh I think that's probably what was going on here although yeah. you guys got I, I, off to a good start you, you got to turn the tables on San Francisco you know
0: yeah it's it's yeah. kind of like we kind of scared them coming out the gate and like pushed them back and then you know like you might surprise somebody you know, like a bully might surprise somebody and push them. You know what I'm saying? But then they come up swinging and you're not as tough as them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, but, that, that's what it reminded me of. Um,
1: well, they're, we they, have, yeah, they have a top defense. I mean, they're, they're in the you know, top two to three categories or two to three rankings in every defensive category. So, right.
0: Yeah, I I think, I think they are, they're more disciplined than the Dallas defense. And that's the only reason why they're the better defense. They're the best defense in the NFL only because right, right ahead of Dallas, only because Dallas's defense needs to get a little bit less penalties, be a little bit more disciplined. And then they would be freaking elite. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they would be up there, but I mean, they're almost as good as the Dallas defense um, or they're, they're right up there with the Dallas defense. They're just more disciplined and get less, get less calls called against them. Yeah. Um, I mean, the thing is the thing is, and, and Gus says this in the, you know, in the in the comments is Tua has only had three interceptions all year and had three in this game. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so, or he, what did he say? Three turnovers all season and three against the 49ers. So, you know, that's, That's pretty interesting. Um, But we can't get away with this game without even talking about the Dolphins defense. They were terrible. They allowed a rookie quarterback to look like Joe Montana. They allowed a rookie quarterback to run up and down the field, move the ball at will. And that is the true problem with the Miami Dolphins. Um, is I overrated their defense. I thought their defense was better than what they really are um, because this offense, I mean, this offense is great, but they had no answer for Christian McCaffrey. They could not tackle Debo Samuels, They could not, their tackling was so weak. It was five guys hanging off of Debo Samuel and him still pulling them another five yards. You know, he would not go down. These guys could not tackle. And I understand Debo Samuel is, like one of the hardest guys in the world to tackle. I understand that. You know what I'm saying? But this defense just struggled. They were just they were outmatched. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was um and against their big guys, against theirs, you know, their stars. Um, so the, the Miami Dolphins defense looked pretty darn rough. And hopefully, they can get back on track because they had a couple games, you know. Um, against lesser opponents though. And that's the problem. They weren't going up against any Christian McCaffrey's or Debo Samuel or, you know, people like that. So um, I I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying the Miami Dolphins are going to get exposed. I think the Miami Dolphins have a light up offense that if Tua (sighs) is playing his game um, with those weapons, we can outscore anybody in the league. the problem i i I think that that's very possible the problem is is that when your quarterback doesn't have a good game and he has an off day you have to have a defense that could step up and win you a game every now and then and and that's not what miami has
1: so or find a way to make the running game a little bit more effective right Um, yeah
0: note note for all miami dolphin fans Xavier howard did get his first um interception of the year in this game though Good. So uh Jimmy G went down, y'all. He's out. But I seen a post earlier today that he might be able to come back. He does not have to have surgery.
1: Yeah, well, I find out I thought that was yeah. a little wild. Um, but I if he comes back, it'll be late in the playoffs. So yeah,
0: yeah, it'll yeah be late
2: in now, the it, it was yeah. actually saying something about um they said that he went and seen the foot specialist today, and they said that he wouldn't need surgery on his foot. So it said if um, his rehab and everything goes well. He could be looking at coming back from anywhere from six, seven to eight weeks from now. So,
1: yeah, that that that's at least the week two in the playoffs. I think, right? Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think I, I think it could hurt San Francisco. I mean, they're they're on a they're on the uh, Mister Irrelevant quarterback now. The last player. Yeah, play I hate that name. I hate that name. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah,
0: yeah. He was the last pick. In the 2022 draft.
1: Right. So, um, but they're a defensive team. That's their strong point. Although they get, they will be able to run with McCaffrey and. uh, um, And
0: and I said it multiple times in the, uh, the, in my podcast, in my Miami Dolphins podcast. Oh, dude did not look like Mr. Irrelevant. He looked like Mr. Relevant. The dude looked (laughs) as good. He played as good as, as Jimmy G. Yeah. He played every good as Jimmy G. Every, every, he played kind of like him. He wasn't a superstar, but he managed that team down the field and took advantage of the stars is what he did. He just put this ball in the stars' hands. is what he did. And and Miami didn't have an answer for either one of their stars. So that was the problem. Kittle did not have a big game. Um but kittle made some key blocks. He made some uh, he's, he's a he's a physical run.
1: player, no doubt. So
0: he was a he was a bad man. So um um but yeah so
1: it'll be interesting to see game. how how uh, San Francisco plays out the rest of the season here. Yeah, yeah. yeah it'll, it'll be it'll be, be interesting. I uh, they could
0: uh I believe one other team in the NFL East plays them later on. I think it's Washington. Um I think it's Washington in the last week of December. Oh that'll be a good game. Yeah. That would be a good game. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah almost you that. Talking about
0: oh.
2: San Francisco Dan
0: yes so we will uh in and, and uh I believe it's the Washington command. I just remember that from our December, our December preview. So uh, yeah, that D
1: line for Washington against uh
0: yeah um, they play
2: weed sixteen at 405 San Francisco versus Washington.
0: Where's that game at?
2: Uh in San Francisco.
0: All right, Levi Stadium. All right, we will see so that was pretty good. It's pretty good game. Uh, they, uh, the Miami Dolphins, are not traveling back east. They are staying on the west coast this week. Oh, really? And, um, yep, yep. Because
2: I mean, you just got to uh, go a short hour up to Los down, Angeles, or down, down to Los Angeles, whichever yes. way.
0: Yep, a couple hours down, good to go. I would stop midway in Vegas and party my ass off, and you know, get to a. <laughs> Back on track. Get to a right.
1: Get him right. Yeah, get get to a right.
0: Uh, get the get the ass
2: shaking in his face.
0: All right. Let's go. Let's move on to our last game. Of course, we are talking about that. About that fitty 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 burger or fitty brisket. Is that what you're calling? Sure. It? Let's yeah. It,
1: yeah. All
0: right. This game is not even worth talking about, but we will talk about it because we have a cowboys fan in the building. Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Demolished
1: yeah. the Colts 54 to 19. Yeah, the uh, Malik Hooker revenge game. <laughs> Malik yeah, okay. Hooker, uh, safety drafted by the Colts in the first round and then let go after he tore his Arkeelis hill heel. I think I said that right. Arquiles, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's he's uh he's been playing great for Dallas since they picked him up last year. He had he, he this is a year or two for him. He's doing pretty well. He had uh, a a Fumble recovery for a touchdown and an interception. Yeah. yeah. So he, he, uh, he made some, and they were all big league time, time plays. This was a close game. This game is 21. It really
0: was close. It really was. This, yeah. This yeah. game is,
1: I mean, the, the final score was, uh, outrageous, but yeah. Uh, it was 21 to 19 in the fourth quarter. This is a, uh, kind of a battle. And I, I'll be honest, I was watching it. I was like, this is going, this is, this is going to be a terrible upset for the Cowboys maybe because, um, uh, right. Right. Um, yeah. So the Cowboys like, uh, you know, they let the Colts hang around, hang around, hang around. And, uh, that's never a good when you, when you let a a team that's, um, they're not a terrible team. The Colts. I mean, their
0: defense is actually pretty good.
1: Yeah. They actually have like a top 12 defense overall. Exactly. So, um, Um, but the gates just came, they just crashed open and, uh, Dallas ended up scoring 34 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, that's
2: actually what I was about to mention. I was about to say, did you notice that you all scored 34 points alone in the fourth quarter?
1: Amazing. That's the second highest in NFL history. Right. Uh, and the crazy thing we would have gotten the highest if we didn't get a field goal block or an extra point blocked. I mean, and, yep. uh, uh, decided to let CD land, throw it on a two point conversion. Uh, let him be quarterback there, which he failed. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, he, like, threw like, we need two more points there. We would have had the record, but all that doesn't really matter because we've talked about it before. If uh, blowout wins are just, they don't mean anything. You know, they don't, they won't mean anything next week. Nobody cares yet. You won by 40 or you lost by 40. You can still, right? Uh, you know, every game is, is, is fresh. Um, uh, any, you know, uh, they tried to run the ball and they just couldn't, um, I'm looking at stats here real quick. Um, uh, yeah, they ran the ball 30 times for 160 yards. That's not, it's not stellar. It's not terrible, but, uh, Dallas ran the ball 34 times for 220 yards. The combination of Zeke and, and Pollard, I think is a real problem for NFL, for NFL defenses. They have to figure out, they, I, I don't think anybody's figured out how to stop both of them. Right. So, um, Dak had a pretty good game. He, uh, 20 for 30. He only had 170 yards, but he had three touchdowns. Uh, the touchdown to Michael Gallup was beautiful. beautiful. Um, he, it was, uh, he had one interception early in the second half or second quarter. Um, but the defense, man, the defense is always the strong point of our team. Yeah. Five turnovers uh, against, uh, uh, the colts three sacks three interceptions and two fumble recovers and you know a, a fumble recovery return for a touchdown on top of That's that awesome. so uh, they gave they gave the cowboys offense short fields all uh, all game long really but that fourth quarter especially uh all right. with a lot of the the um, i i ping.
2: give your defense credit y'all it's so good but can we please for the love of god talk about how shit. Matt Ryan is. They are, they have to be definitely going for a quarterback in this draft. The Colts always fucking try to get these veteran quarterbacks and they don't work out. Matt Ryan, I, I was trying to give him credit and I know Dad was too. We were both sitting here saying, oh, it, it wasn't Matt Ryan and was a land in this defense. Well, and there's no, I told you Dad at the beginning of the year when he got traded to Indianapolis or Whenever the hell that was, maybe two years ago, whatever. I told you there was no more excuses because Indianapolis has a pretty good defense. Matt Ryan is just awful. He's I don't know what the hell happened to him, but he's just a terrible quarterback. So he was well, he, it, he, he, he doesn't like, have, he doesn't have the strength.
0: He doesn't have the strength to throw yeah. the ball anymore.
2: Well, not not only that, the entire game against against the Cowboys, he was doing nothing but forcing balls like. He kept on singling out either Alex Pierce, the uh, rookie wide receiver from Stanford, or he was trying to fade it into Michael Pittman Jr. He was only singling them two out, and he forced the ball constantly.
0: Yeah, against that so. defense, those two are the only ones that might have a chance to get a little bit of separation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe. Right, Maybe. Right. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, so he was probably making the right decision, just still couldn't get it in there. Because yeah. he doesn't have no zip on the ball.
1: He, he doesn't, doesn't he doesn't have the he doesn't have the zip on the ball. Well and-
2: also, one thing he wasn't doing, also, he wasn't looking off the defender. And you probably noticed that Rich. He wasn't right. looking off yeah. the defender. You're supposed to look around the field and then come back to your person. He was just standing there, literally looking at the person for a couple of seconds, and then decided to throw the ball to them.
1: Yeah, well, Matt Ryan did a—he uh, did get a touchdown against uh, Trayvon Diggs there because Diggs—he yeah. bit, bit on one of his pa- is uh, fake passes there. Or, yeah, that uh, was, yeah, that was that was good. Yeah. It was a little pump yeah. fake. Uh, yeah, that was not. D- Diggs is yeah, nice. just bored out there because nobody's throwing his thrown to his side anymore. Um, but I, I know he's like, hey, he's gonna. He looks like he's gonna throw his direction. He wanted to jump that. Um, but outside of that, I don't think he threw the dig side the entire game. So, right. Um, but we did have a, we did have an injury with the, uh, Anthony Brown. Uh, that was,
0: uh, and what I was getting ready to bring up. Are you done with everything else?
1: I think so. I mean, we can talk about it. I think that, you know, that. well, I will say one more thing. The Cowboys, uh, they, you know, they, with the 54 points is the highest scoring output, uh, offensive output this year for uh, right. the NFL, but they also have the number two scoring, which is 49 against Chicago this year. So they've had three 40 plus games in the last six games since stacks return. I, I right. think, right. I think um, people need to recognize that our offense is playing at a very high level. Right. So yeah. uh, we're a very efficient offense between uh CD lamb balling out right now. He's, he's going, he's uh, removing any doubts that he's the number one receiver. Right.
0: It, I mean, it it, it is. I, I agree with you. It is either that or they work extremely well on a short field, and the defense allows them to do that on yep. a regular
1: basis. Yeah. And Tony Pollard had another, <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of the combination. Yeah, we are a defense first team, honestly, but our yeah. offense is really rounding up there. Um,
0: yeah, that is true.
1: Yeah. Tony Pollard had another 30-yard touchdown, 30-yard plus touchdown in this game as well. Uh, he is he's he needs to get some love He. he's turning into a, he's having a superstar season he really is right
2: i mean i i honestly every time i watch him i don't see him not being your starting running magnet season like he has to be the starter next season that that, yeah. that that man is better than ezekiel if Elias. they don't if, the if eagles look- are going to I think it was like in the third or fourth quarter, they put Maybe. up the running back comparisons. Remember that, Uncle Rich? When yeah. they put up the comparison, the rookie, I mean the running back comparisons between them two. Ezekiel had more had more carries. I think he had like 13 or 14, and Tony Pollard either had 11 or 12. But Tony Pollard had the more uh, yards, and he had more touchdowns, I think, than Zeke in this game too. So, I I don't know. I I just think Tony Pollard has to be the starting running back next year for the Cowboys. Yeah,
0: I totally
1: agree. Right. uh, And he may be, but he's got to sign a contract first because he's going to be a free agent at the end of this year. And uh, he's he's, uh, – Zeke is trying to let him have as much touches as possible because uh, somebody else will sign him. (laughs) Right. Right, exactly. Because Jerry Jones already, you
0: know, signed the line for –
1: now, but, he, but Zeke could, okay. Zeke's going to have a different contract as well yesterday. They're not going to keep him on his contract because it is one of the biggest running back contracts in the NFL. And um, as he ages here, you know, his, he's got a he's got a he's like a car with about 300,000 miles on it. So, right. Exactly. So, so, yeah. All right.
0: Cool. Um the last thing i want to do is run through some it's getting late in the podcast we're getting ready to wrap it up but we do have key injuries we need to run through um uh rich just brought it up cornerback anthony brown achilles suffered a season ending injury on sunday night who's the next man up uh rich or does jerry jones you know uh, buy Next man up or what, how does that go? Uh,
1: there there will be next man up and that person's gonna be uh, Kelvin Joseph from the University Joseph. of Kentucky. Um, okay. uh, oh him.
2: yeah, Kentucky boy.
1: Yeah. Uh which he he had a touchdown scored on him in that game as well. But uh he's a a second year player. He hasn't he he hasn't got any kind of starting time, but although he is uh pretty noticeable on special teams. Um but we also have Bland. Yeah, uh our rookie uh Darian Bland, uh he had two interceptions against the Colts. Uh okay. and he, he's been playing the slot, so they may move him out the corner. Move him been, out, move him over. Yeah, okay. move him over to to the outside, but maybe not. I think um I think Kelvin Joseph's probably got the the f- front runner status on that position. And I don't I don't think it'll be bad. I think I think we'll be okay. I'd rather have Brown. Brown has not had a great season. He does get burned every now and then. Um but well, we should be able to survive the uh you know, right. Without getting Well, our,
0: our thoughts and prayers definitely go out to Anthony Brown. Achilles is not fun to deal with. He'll be um put yeah. up for a minute. Yeah.
1: And, and- <laughs> Brown's been in a contract year also, so that's just going to be right. terrible for him to have, no, to, have to deal sucks. with the Archilles Yeah. This that point.
0: sucks. All right. Uh, Giants defensive lineman, uh, Leonard Williams had a, some sort of neck injury, left the game and did not return against Washington. Um, this could be uh, pretty big. The, um, Williams is a big boy that takes up a big spot and plays a big role on that defensive line. Is he not
1: their best defensive player? Probably, I, I think yeah, he is. he's definitely
0: there. Be a best defensive lineman. Yeah. So um, you know what I'm saying. Uh, so, he's
1: a beast in there. Yeah, he is
0: a beast. Um, so we definitely need to keep track of what's going on with him. Uh, there's another cornerback. Uh, the Jets, Michael Carter II, left the game and did not return against Minnesota with some sort of ankle injury. I don't know about that. Let's keep an eye on that. Jets fans. Uh, all it says
2: for uh, Leonard Williams dad is it says he's questionable right now with
0: a neck injury. So. Right, exactly. Yeah, he left injury. the game. That's the only thing I knew is he left the game with a neck injury and we don't know yet.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, Could be a uh, stinger. They he might be all right. But hopefully yeah. Carter
0: Williams, uh Michael Carter the 2nd might be okay. Also, a uh, couple guys at the Miami Dolphins uh are dealing with injuries that might be okay. Uh, reports have come out that they might be okay. Tua did leave that game late in the game. The game was already over, but he left with an ankle injury. Um, and, you know, I, I said on my podcast, I don't give a fuck. If it's springed, you're playing. I mean, the backup, you know, this is too big, too late in the season. You play through injury unless it's broke or something that puts you down. I mean, that's a problem that we've had with Tua is his durability. You cannot miss any more games due to injury. Um, You know, if it's broke, if it's something really bad, of course you're going to have to get healed up before you can come back. But um, I don't think it was that. He went out to the press conference, limping out to the press conference, said that he thinks he's going to be able to play. More importantly, or not more importantly, but just as important, uh, Waddle. We barely played. He only had one reception in that whole game against San Francisco. Um, he was hurt. all gets some kind of leg of an injury in and out, in and out, in and out. And he just couldn't. He ended up coming back in the game. But something's wrong with him, and they need to get that fixed quick because that offense, Tyreek's not as good as Waddle's not out there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's that dual threat. <coughs> I'm sorry. That dual threat that is what is the true threat. So we need Waddle back out there. Keep an eye on that entry. For Dolphins fans, um, Austin Jackson got moved to IR. Like I said, the Dolphins did sign a veteran offensive tackle Eric Fisher. Um, so that's good. He will create some depth. And uh, week 15, Dolphins versus Bills got flexed to Saturday night. Football December Yeah,
2: there was actually three games that got yeah. flat that day. So right.
0: Um there was yeah. three games all in all. The Dolphins was one of them. Yeah. Um what were the other two, Brandon?
2: Uh the other two was the Colts and hang on. Um hang on, let me go see if I took a picture of it. I know it's someone versus the Colts. Um, hang on. We ain't worried about no Colts. Oh, yeah, right yeah. here it is. Uh, so the three games are the Colts and the Vikings at 1 p.m., Ravens and That'd the Browns at 4.30 p.m., and then the Dolphins and the Colts. I mean, the Dolphins and the Bills wrap everything up at 8.15 that okay. night.
0: Okay. So we got the Vikings that definitely affect the NFL East, and we have the Baltimore Ravens who definitely affect the NFL East. Um So, yeah, I mean, but playoff-wise is what I'm talking about. So, um yeah, those might be some games. To keep an eye on, Um, I'm guessing you all have already heard week 14, Dolphins got flexed. We'll talk about it on Thursday. They are on Sunday night football. One week late should have been the Cowboys. That got flexed out, but it's not. Well, yeah, we um, yeah. You don't
1: think America America loved and or enjoyed watching that game? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think America went ahead, turned
0: the game off, and went to bed. They probably
1: America, did, right?
0: It's what America did.
1: Although, but, it was competitive. That um, was up until that. Like I said, it wasn't that a bad true. game the end.
0: That that is uh, true. And the the Dolphins game, I have to say, also, it, it, don't let that score fool you. It was competitive. It was, it was competitive. I mean, what happened was is that the Dolphins were actually in, in place to take the lead. We were only down by six. <laughs> and Tua made a dumb decision and threw a really bad interception and did the drive. That was late in the third. So, Well, I got two also- things real quick. Two
2: things. Um, both injuries because uh, I didn't hear you mention it. Um, but the Philadelphia Eagles' Robert Quinn just entered oh. IR. Uh, with really? a knee injury. Yeah. Okay. He's down. And uh, I just found this scrolling through the news. Uh, it says that report Cowboys fear OBJ can't play before mid-January due to his ACL injury. So apparently they're thinking that he's going to get some kind of step back and he won't be available until mid-January to play. I, I, I'm
1: going to say something real quick on this because I, I think it's bullshit. Honestly, I think uh, Jerry – uh, you know, Jerry Jones is saying this when uh, he interviewed with the Giants and Buffalo last week and they didn't say anything about that. Uh, right. and I feel like Jerry's negotiating in the press here um, to, you know, uh, sort of devalue what OBJ, OBJ is asking for. Um, right. So I, I find that curious if uh, if Buffalo, they're looking at the same medicals as well, right? And so are the Giants, and they didn't have an issue with that. I wonder if this is just Jerry Jones sort of the G.
0: I mean, the difference is is the G men have a little bit of class. Jerry Jones doesn't, so
1: can't argue (laughs) with that. (laughs) That's uh, that's true. I I think if I'm OBJ, I think that's gonna. uh, I I would be a little salty about that because I definitely would. Yeah, if if
0: that's it's not true, then I'd definitely be salty, even if you're putting my business out there like that. Then, yeah,
1: like uh, yeah. again, the Giants and uh, Buffalo looked at the same medicals and they didn't and they just kept their mouth shut, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. So. so, all
0: right, fellas, we're getting a little bit long. Anything else? The last is that it? Is that it? We're just doing injury updates. We will have more news from the east, um, on Thursday, seven o'clock p.m. Make sure to tune in, and we are going to um, take a look at games of the week week 14 so you guys ready for that
1: let's do it all
0: right cool 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 until thursday we out